Oh, you know what that music means. It's Hellgate's inaugural podcast fundraiser birthday party. And it's good to be here. It's great to be here. I'm Max Rivlin-Nadler. And I'm Adeline Jackson. I'm a co-founder of Hellgate. And I'm a writer-editor at Hellgate. And we're here to celebrate a year of Hellgate, the worker-owned local news outlet committed to covering New York City in all its grime and glory. And uh, we've got some guests lined up for today's special episode. But first, the reason we're all here at this cool party. The money. The money. Hellgate is subscriber-funded, which means this week we're asking people to take the plunge and subscribe to Hellgate. This podcast is free. The website? Free until you hit our paywall. But both disappear unless people actually pay to help underwrite the wonderful audio experience you're listening to. Subscriptions start at just $6.99 a month or $70 a year and go all the way to our Believer level, and it's $200 a year. And you get invited to exclusive events, like this one, get a hat or stickers, our eternal love, and honestly, it's a deal. But that's not all, because this week, we're also running a 7K in 7 Days tipping campaign. Yeah, that's right, because newsrooms love tips. That's right, until this Monday, May 15th at noon, We're trying to raise $7,000 in tips from our subscribers, friends, and casual acquaintances. And you can become a casual acquaintance by tipping us. Five lucky people who give a tip of $100 or more will be chosen at random to get a Hellgate hat, and anyone who tips $1,000 or more will be invited to join the full Hellgate staff on the maiden voyage of the Hellgate cruise, where we will not only wine and dine you, but entertain you with scintillating conversation. And I'll note here that the Hellgate cruise consists of not one, not two, but three back-to-back round-trip journeys on the Staten Island Ferry. You'll be bored of us by the end. So let's look at the big board of where we're at with our 7K goal. Hellgate has raised $3,945.23 in just two days uh, as part of our goal to get to $7,000. Oh, wow. Big money, but not enough. Let's keep those tips rolling in. You gotta give, people. Come on, we should be on our way to 7K. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> getting crazy out there. Party's, party's getting nuts. Hey, Uh-oh. hey, everyone, we're, t- we're just trying to do a podcast here, all right? So, Adlin, you know, just while we're killing time, watching the tips roll in on this not-very-live podcast, what, uh, what, what drew you to Hellgate? Why'd you decide to join up? We were... We were just a few journalists with a dream. So before I started at Hellgate, I was a freelancer and my training has been in arts and culture journalism and criticism. And I remember getting this big assignment. It was like an interview with a big band. It was paid super well. It was like a prestigious byline. And I did the interview and it was a Zoom call and they had a hard out after 30 minutes. And I just remember feeling like this doesn't feel like the way that I'll become the kind of writer that I want to be. And, you know, I was like, I want to pay attention to the communities and the place where I live and write things that have like the texture and the dimensionality that comes with writing about things that are happening around you. So when I got the opportunity to join here at Hellgate, it was special to me because it was about writing about where you are and like, as opposed to, you know, the more, the bigger you get, the more remote you get to the things that are happening around you in terms of art and culture, especially now since 
the housing affordability crisis has like really strained New York's arts communities to their limit. And I think we need coverage of them. I think they deserve coverage and not just coverage, but like coverage that's critical and like based in genuine enthusiasm and like taking them seriously. So that's what I'm trying to do here at Hellgate. Uh, so I want to turn that question back on to you, uh, Max, you're a co-founder. Can you talk about why you wanted to start Hellgate? Yeah, I mean, starting Hellgate um, has definitely been a, a total dream in terms of getting to shape with a group of other really talented people, a publication like from the very beginning. So much of my career in journalism has like actually been filled with an existential dread that was like totally unrelated to like the task at hand. It had nothing to do with reporting. It had nothing to do with writing. Like those are great. I love doing those. Um, but instead it was like, when will my Slack emoji, you know, disappear? When will the ax come down? When will I get called into the big office and, and laid off one by one? And, you know, that was just like, became such a huge part of being a journalist that removing that like knife from your throat or like the boot on your neck is really important to be able to do good work. Um, and like that security doesn't exist. So creating a, a space where workers are actually governing the, the company and can allow it to grow at the pace that it, it should grow at, not overreach, not have to like hit totally insane metrics that like don't match up with like what we're trying to do with journalism um, was really important to me. And so far, so good. We like we've created this space. And I think the journalism actually like speaks to that. It's coming from a liberated space where journalists are actually allowed just to like focus on their work. We came in like, listen, I think we can make really good content that people will pay for. Um, and it's a question of whether like we'll get out there and whether people will respond and people have like totally responded, uh, which is a great moment for us to check in on the big board to see how we're doing with tips during this totally not live fundraising drive. Yeah, let's check in on the big board. Oh, wow. It's up to $3,960. And 23 cents. <laughs> Stop what you're doing right now. Click on the link in this podcast episode and subscribe to Hellgate or give us a tip. So we try to grab someone from this exclusive party that's absolutely happening at 1 p.m. on a weekday. Is that is that Chris Robbins and Katie Way of Hellgate? Chris, Katie, get in here. <laughs> yeah, come on, come on in. Hello, hello. Here, let me put my uh, let me put my Topo Chico down here. Hey guys, what's what's up? What's going on? It's kind of lit right now, huh? All right, all right. We'll make it quick. Maybe we'll start with you, Katie. We're just pulling people in, asking them like, what what kind of pulled you towards Hellgate? You actually like left a gig and, and jumped aboard. Uh, what was what 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 enticed you about the the good ship Hellgate? Totally, yeah. You know, I mean, after a little more than three years at a at a media company that runs with Nice, I you know towards towards like the last couple years, I was very involved in the union there, and while that was like towards the end, pretty much the only thing keeping me at the job in a lot of ways. It also, you know, was depressing. It was depressing to hear about everyone's problems all the time. And, you know, it just made me feel very hopeless about both like my personal future in media and the future of media in general. And when 
Hellgate started, I was immediately like, oh my God, like finally something cool is happening. You know what I mean? In sort of like, no offense to everyone else who does like <laughs> local news or whatever, but it really felt like lifeline or whatever effectively, especially after watching a immediately after I left my last job, watching that workplace literally collapse and almost declare bankruptcy. Um, it really does feel like I like, missed boarding the Titanic or whatever in a lot of ways. Um, so I think that was what was really appealing about it to me. And even though, you know, it is like a big experiment and if we go down, we all like go down together or whatever. It does just kind of feel like a like live your value situation. Like I'd written about worker co-ops before and again, like I loved being a part of the union and it was kind of just like okay, like, knock if you buck. Like, <laughs> if I wasn't willing to take this risk, like, I hate talking the talk and not walking the walk, you know what I mean? So, now here I am. Here I am. Yeah, it's nice to, like, work for a company that, like, it doesn't have to be a speculative asset or it doesn't have to be, like, lifestyle brand that needs to be creating millions of dollars of excess profit. We're cool with the excess profit. Yeah, yeah. If you if you do want to make our brand your life, like you're welcome to do that. Yeah. So, Chris, can you talk a little bit about, you know, Max and I spoke about the founding of Hellgate and your experience in media leading up to founding? Um, yeah, I had just been fired in the uh, spring of 2021. So that was about two years ago. And I kind of felt lost I did some freelancing. Starting your own publication is something that anyone who has written or done journalism uh, before has like talked about. And few people do it because it's scary. Like we eat what we kill and it's scary to basically be responsible for both the journalism and the writing and also like ensuring that there's enough money in the bank where, where people can pay the rent um, and make a decent wage. So, but, but I mean, if there, there was ever a time to do it, it was, okay, you know, the de Blasio era of New York City is, is fading. The Eric Adams era is beginning. You know, the internet was changing in really interesting and like, frankly, in many quarters, like fucked up ways. I came up in a world of like early 2010s internet journalism where like literally everything was a blog post. But, you know, I think now there's just so much competition for people's attention and a lot of the bigger a lot of like the more robust local news outlets in New York City have sort of shied away from the type of reporting that Hellgate does and so we kind of saw a lane for ourselves and we figured why not like if we fail at least we tried you know um and I oh I thank my lucky stars every day that we did try and we are trying and we're making it work we support each other's endeavors we like <laughs> allow ourselves to take chances we allow ourselves to be funny and profane and all of the things that make you know people who earn $250,000 a year or more very nervous in any publication in New York City or in America for that matter so like that is another reason like why worker ownership is like really important to us not just because we're gonna like pivot to video and announce that we blew like six million dollars on a McKinsey study that says that we need to like write more blog posts but because like you know we have total editorial freedom and our readers trust us 
And that's just a beautiful thing. It's an awesome responsibility, but it's wonderful. And I'm eternally grateful that we can we can do it. Speaking of that reader trust, Chris, how, how are we doing? Are people people picking up what we're putting down? We're honestly exceeding my expectations for when, you know, we were having coffee two years ago and just sort of being like, is this going to work? It's it's working. OK, so we have more than 11,000 email subscribers. We have several thousand paying subscribers. Our page views have continued to grow. We're like almost hitting double digit growth in revenue every month since we've been in existence. And that's like incredibly encouraging. So our goal here at Hellgate obviously is to become 100% reader supported. However, we know that that is going to take lots of time, right? So, you know, with that in mind, we have had some support from foundations and individuals to sort of help us build the runway to get to the point where we are totally reader funded. And I would like to shout out some of these supporters, these founding supporters who have given us their cash um, and who have believed in us. They are the Harnish Foundation, the Vital Projects Fund, Craig Newmark Philanthropies, Rachel Bedard and Gideon Friedman, and Paul Ford. Those are the folks who have contributed more than $5,000 to Hellgate. You can see them on our website. Thank you to those people. And thank you uh, to our subscribers as well. And thank you, most importantly, to Chris and Katie for taking a moment away from our absolutely bitchin' party outside here. Um, I hope you guys have a, have a great rest of the middle afternoon. Yeah, get back out there. All right, tight. Bye, guys. Bye, Katie. Hey, wait. Oh, it seems like Lauren's actually trying to get our, our attention. Lauren, our, our wonderful producer, who obviously is also here at this cool party. Uh, Chris, before you go, someone just called in, actually. And they're, like, screaming at me. It sounds like they're pissed about something about their Maserati. Do you know what this is about? Ah, uh, yes. Um, so back in, <laughs> back in September, we noticed that a Maserati was parked illegally outside of the nightclub Zero Bond a favorite haunt of Mayor Eric Adams. And what was unusual about this illegally parked Maserati was that it had a New York Assembly license plate. So these plates are given out to New York State Assembly members, and apparently their f- family members can also use them. So we we just merely asked the question of, you know, which, which state lawmaker would be bold enough to park illegally in Soho outside of Zero Bond? And I think that's that's who we're hearing from right now. So you call the dealership so that you can dig into people's private lives because you decided that something bad was happening there. And I got to know why they're parked here. And I got to know what they're doing because they got to be working for me 24 hours a day. Don't take your shit. Don't stop to eat. Don't do nothing. They got to explain to me what they were doing in that moment so that I could feel like it's well worth it. Promise you, whoever this is. The people that he represents don't read your publications. What's this Hellgate, whatever? Yeah, nah, they're not reading your articles. And I'll leave it at that. So that call is 100% real. <laughs> and they, they called me after we published the story. The headline of the story is, which New York State lawmakers special plates are on this $80,000 Maserati illegally parked outside of Zero Bond? I, I, I will say that our, our friends at Politico found out whose license plate this was. Um, it is former Assembly member Nick Perry, 
who was actually made the U.S. ambassador to Jamaica that that May. Jamaican me crazy, am I right? <laughs> and so he technically should have surrendered those license plates sooner. Obviously, that was not the assembly member on the phone. We still do not know who actually called me to, to chew me out for, for publishing this story. Hellgate gets results, or at least gets angry phone calls. The party's really going. Uh, let's see, who's that? Who's out there? Oh, look, it's Hellgate co-founders Esther Wong and Nick Pinto. Hi. Hey, guys, come on in. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Good. Seems like the party's really rocking out there. The money's really pouring in. All singles, too. It's crazy. Thanks for joining us, guys. Um, we'll make it quick. Esther, you could start us off with, like, what have been some of your favorite pieces on Hellgate over the past year? Sure. Well, before I get into that, I just want to note, since we are celebrating our one-year anniversary, that one of the very first things I said was, y'all, please, please, please do not make me podcast. But I love Hellgate and I love the crew so much and what we're doing together that here I am. Congratulations, everybody. (laughs) Thank you for your sacrifice, Esther. But in terms of my favorite stories, you know, honestly, it's really so hard to choose. And I'm not saying that just for the benefit of our telethon listeners. It really, really is. Um, You know, when I think about all of the hundreds of stories that we've published over the past year, there are a few that stick out to me that I think really encapsulate what it is that we are trying to do here at Hellgate, what it is that we've done at Hellgate in the past year. One is this really lovely piece written by a freelancer, Zach Jason. He's an editor at Wired. And he wrote this really charming story for us called My Mezuzah and Me, A New York Goy's Dilemma. And in it, he asked a question that I think a lot of us, especially people who've lived in New York for a long time, who've you know moved around quite a bit have asked, which is, what do I do with this old mezuzah that is on my doorframe if I'm not Jewish? And he took that question and he really answered it in the most, what I think was the most delightful way possible, talking to a lot of rabbinical scholars. And there's a really fun kicker at the end, which if people haven't read the story, definitely encourage people to read. But Nick... What what about you? I, I mean, a zillion, as you said, um, narrowing this down to just one or two picks was uh, very difficult. But one of the ones that I picked was one that Chris wrote, which I had a I had a teacher, a, a journalism professor, who who told me in in very serious tones that a prerequisite for being a good investigative journalist is to have a low threshold of indignation. And I, I like filed that away and I like didn't think about it for a long time until I started working a lot with Chris Robbins. He's easily made indignant and, and he is really good at channeling that into his reported work. And I feel like nothing really exemplifies that better than this story he did, the headline for which is, Why Does a Plastic Wrapped Turkey Sandwich Cost $15 at the Airport? And when I tell you that Watching Chris report this out and discuss it in our in our company chat and just his escalating levels of rage and bafflement at both the price and the inability to get an answer to this question, it was kind of beautiful to behold. And I think one of the things that Hellgate offers people is uh, 
righteous outrage on on the public's behalf. Nick, can I share one of my favorite stories that you wrote? I wish you would. Yeah. Did you give me another one of yours? Um, So I think a story that I always think about that you wrote was Eric Adams versus Eric Adams. I think already a classic Hellgate story, a classic in the annals of New York City journalism, even, I would say. Do you want to talk a little bit about that story and why you wrote it? Yeah, that that, that story uh, just came out of the fact that, you know, Eric Adams really rode into office on a campaign catering to and indeed amplifying anxieties around crime and public safety in New York City in a way that was not always strictly tied to the actual statistics or facts of the situation. And once he became mayor, he started to realize that now he actually owned this situation and that and that all of the fears he'd been drumming up around public safety in the city were now going to be working against him and people were going to be blaming him for, for the situation that he'd made everyone scared about. And so I just thought it was going to be a useful exercise to juxtapose the various perspectives that Eric Adams had taken on these issues uh, over, over the period of a few short months. Also, my personal favorite thing about that story is that I got into MS Paint or some free online editing software and put Eric Adams' face on the Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man meme, uh, which I just feel like is an image for the ages. Esther, thank you for making a brief appearance on the podcast. We always appreciate it. Thank you so much. Nick, we're actually going to have you stick around for a second because we've been talking about a lot of successes for Hellgate over the past year. But, you know, we were born in kind of the heady time of 2022 uh, when a lot of hay was being made about uh, something called non-fungible tokens. And we'd be remiss and kind of unaccountable if we didn't give a full, um, you know, explanation of how we were involved in that space and exactly what happened and what might have not necessarily lived up to our own standards and expectations. So, um, Nick, if you if you want to give an honest accounting, that would be appreciated. Well, this is a bit of an ambush. Uh, look, here's what I can say about that. People who've been with us from the beginning will will remember that uh, Hellgate is founded on a on a novel and we think world transformative model of of journalism funding, which is to say that every time uh, Hellgate publishes a story, we simultaneously mint a Hell Ape, which is a, a, a little doodle of a monkey that I draw on a bar napkin, which is uh, linked inextricably to a, a string of code on the blockchain. And we have a number of um, recommissioned power plants upstate burning sustainably repurposed brown coal churning out these hell apes on a regular basis. We still have a lot of faith in, in that model. We think that that is probably the future of, of local journalism and perhaps journalism in general. There have been some setbacks. They're fairly technical. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure it makes sense to try to go into them here. In the meantime, subscriptions are, are helping to support us. Tips are helpful. Um, but, but we remain confident that the hell apes... Um, the, the doodles are probably going to carry us forward. All right, Nick, um, good luck on your trip to the Bering Street where our investors in Hell Apes have uh, set up a uh, oil rig to power the technology. I hope this is a fruitful voyage for you, um, one free from regulatory interference. 
Alright, well, I'm looking at the door, the party's thing out. Uh, looks like we never got that one guest that we invited to the soiree. And honestly, it's not like him to turn this kind of invitation down, so I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, a bit of a disappointment. This guy always seems to go to any flag raising or celebration and... Yeah. Um, what? yeah, guys. Oh, Lauren's trying to get our attention again. What's up? It looks like we're actually getting another call. Um, it says it's a New Jersey area code. Could it be who I think it is? Patch it through. Hellgate. Mayor Adams? Oh, sorry you couldn't make it, but thanks so much for speaking with us. As we all know, nothing unites New Yorkers like Hellgate. Mayor Adams, thank you. I mean, we thought, you know, I don't know, maybe you weren't exactly like pleased with some of our coverage, but as veteran journalists, we've been hard on like pretty much every mayor from from Bloomberg to Blasio. We're, you know, we're, we're tough. Listen, don't mess with Hellgate. I couldn't agree more. Is there anything you want to tell our listeners while we have you? I want to thank the Hellgate reporters who brought so much inspiration, hard work, and creativity to NYC. That, that means a lot. Mr. Mayor, we know you're busy, so we'll let you go. Uh, thank you for being a part of our one-year anniversary podcast fundraiser birthday party. Hellgate, 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 yeah. Hellgate. Okay, this party's over, but the fundraiser continues. Yeah, you can go to hellgatenyc.com backslash products to subscribe or go to our website, click on our link for our fundraiser 7K in seven days to give us a tip. Um, People who donate, again, who tip us more than a hundred bucks, you are entered into a raffle to get a Hellgate hat and people who give us a thousand dollars, one person already has, gets to go on the Hellgate cruise, which again... Three round-trip voyages on the Staten Island Ferry where we will wine and dine you and regale you with tales of independent journalism. Thanks for taking time out of your day to uh, to help me do this uh, telethon, Adlin. Of course. It's my job. <laughs> All right. That's it for this week's Hellgate podcast. Hellgate is a worker-owned, subscriber-funded news outlet covering New York City. Our editorial team is Adlin Jackson, Nick Pinto, Christopher Robbins, Esther Wong, Katie Way, and me, Max Rivlin-Nadler. Nadia Tykolsker is our business manager. Lauren Vespoli is our producer. Our theme music is by Groupwork. You can find their music on Bandcamp and all streaming platforms. This podcast is engineered by Crutch Phrase Studio. During the week, check out hellgatenyc.com for daily reporting, in-depth investigations, and more stories about New York City. And if you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.